Yo, 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 it's me, D-O-O-G-I-F-R-A-N-C-H-I-S-E-S-R-E, in the place to be. We are back. We're still doing this Black Panther talk. We still out here on this Wakanda Forever Energy. And I am not alone, no, 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 to continue this conversation. I got my boy, my boy Promise with me. Big P, whatever you want to call himself. How would you like to be addressed? Promise, Promise is good. good. Promise yes. is good. <laughs> All right. Yo, so promise let's start with the basic question what are your thoughts mm-hmm. how you feel about Wakanda Feather phenomenal go ahead you can get a little detail um, phenomenal I love the one I wanna I always hated the trope of the female hero being in the bathing suit cause it's like how, what the hell are you fighting in that so I love that they gave her a practical costume that kind of fit her style and her personality that really said a lot to me. Um, I love the Mesoamerican representation. I love the Native American representation and how they use actual aspects of the culture to fit in with Namor. I mean, even the word Namor, the way they reinvented his name was Namor? fire. Yeah, Namor, the, the child with no love, that was so hard. Like, I was so, like, oh, that was so hard. <laughs> and then, um, lastly, the, the, my, my biggest thing that I love that I don't think people are talking about enough is my girl, Riri Williams. Like, she embodied that. Okay, all right. How do you how do you feel about the the aspects of the Talik the Talikan culture in this movie? Which is um, which is different. I'm not really familiar with the Mayan and Aztec as far as like obviously you know it's a almost distinct culture. I mean there's still people out there that don't want to be disrespectful, but you know it, it was really damaged by Europeans at one time. But which is it gave shown, me a which sense, is, which is shown in the movie. Exactly, exactly. But it just gave me a sense of... I'm Puerto Rican, which makes me Taino, and that's a, that's a sect off of the um, Awakens and the Aztecs. And it just... It wasn't fully my culture, but to see aspects of my culture in, intricated into Hollywood without being Puerto Rican or Mark Anthony or J-Lo, that was really cool. Who was your favorite character in this movie? Sir? Favorite character? Whew. I have a few for different reasons. If I have to say go all down, out go breakout. Down, go down, go down, go down the line. A few for different reasons and go. Okay. Hit, hit the reasons. All right. I want to start with my man Ubaku. He is just awesome. Like, he is, is just everybody's you know, favorite. He's just that guy. Like, Listen, you see, you see a bunch of you see a bunch of fishmen, mermaid men coming out of your water, and his first thing is to jump in and start fighting them. Yeah. Well, how about how about let's let's get away from the fighting. When he first walks into the, the throne room. And, and the other warriors is like, and where were you protecting the queen? And he just does the, ooh, 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 and his man squat up with it. What? I kind of wanted to see that fight. I didn't lie. That's funny. And then, I mean, just even when he was like, you bald headed demon, his assertiveness, I loved how, how strong. I, I know the word alpha has been changed and demonized, but to me, he was like a real alpha. He was dominant, he was strong. But he was protective. He was insightful. He had wisdom. Like he was just every. He's a king. I, I loved. I, he's a king. Okay. I don't want to go on too long. I'm sorry if I'm dragging. No, no, but last but not least, my I get it. My favorite character was Riri. I just love her. Like 
I just love the urban feel without over the top. Yo, yo, yo. It was none of that. She just felt urban. She felt real. She felt like somebody I could actually meet in the real world. Like, I, I really enjoyed her. And then just the aspect of, like, how they have YouTube um, and online um, templates of the Iron Man armor. That makes sense. Because if Iron Man been around since 2008, you're telling me nerds online wasn't trying to remake that suit already? Like, that made sense to me. Got you. I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, so I had this theory, this thought process of about Namor mm-hmm. and Tala Ken, where I was saying okay. I said like earlier that Tala Ken is technically like old Wakanda. Yeah, I can see that. The mentality of yo, everyone's outsiders, no one's allowed, and everything and then like yo we keep to ourselves our culture our way if they don't know about us ain't nobody gonna mess with us we good but if they get in if they do we now gotta start writing but the problem is their king also had a killmonger mentality because did he did let he me, let me get into this okay go ahead okay because i'm not gonna dispute you but i just have a, a thought on that but like, he you gotta remember, Killmonger was going to raid, uh, wage war against the world, and that mm-hmm. was something Namor said he was going to do. Once he, especially the moment he found out, yeah, vibranium is discovered, which is also technically kind of T'Challa's fault. See, I feel like Killmonger was, and I don't want to say the word revenge because that gives it like a unjustifiable aspect to it, but he was more, he wanted retribution for the things that happened to Black America. I feel like Namor would have preferred to keep secret. And that's why he was mad at, the, at, at Wakanda and mad at T'Challa, because he kind of let the Bacata to that. That's true. That's fair. But, I feel like if nobody would have said nothing, then we would have never even knew Namor existed, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And don't get me wrong, I'm definitely more Killmonger than T'Challa in real life. You need, I mean, you know that, but I mean, I mean, but it also, I also feel like it, it showed a great aspect. You know what? I got a, I got a, I got a thought. Okay. Namor is a perfect middle ground between T'Challa and Killmonger, and so is Shuri, but on different spectrums. That's fair. Explain how. Because he didn't actively go for retribution or revenge. To the Spaniards or the, or the you know the colonizers, he was very very happy. Just leave him alone in his little underwater kingdom and his peoples, and he'll be good. T'Challa, I mean, excuse me, T'Challa, it was very similar in that way where he just wanted peace for his people, and he would he would um, retaliate, but he wasn't going to start nothing. Well, Killmonger, my guy, <laughs> was on a whole nother playing field where he wanted actual retribution for the things that were done to him. He actually wanted. And it may have been that it was fresher, you know, Namor being X amount, 100 years old versus Killmonger only being 30-something. So it may be fresher in his head. He may just have come out of it and work, and that became his goal. But he became obsessed with that, where I feel like Namor is obsessed with his people. He's obsessed with his kingdom. He's obsessed with their future. Even at the end, when the... Are we doing spoilers? Even at the end, when the when his um, Namorita came up to him, Nemora came up to him and said, how dare you like 
quit basically like trying to scold the king because he gave in to the Black Panther. And he what he said was just proved my point is it's all about the future of the kingdom. So now if they go to war with the world, they have an ally. And that was that was his point. He didn't he probably, you know, he probably could have kept trying and got killed in the process. But he figured at that moment it'd be smarter to protect his people, which brings me to the point that he's the perfect middle ground because that's all Shuri was trying to do towards the end. She wanted revenge, she wanted retribution, but it was going to hurt her people. So she made the right decision and she became a queen. And I always respect that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Black Panther, so I don't know why people are saying like it's not good, it's whatever. Like I feel like people just mad... Because you know the great Chadwick Boseman couldn't be a part of it, but you can't blame no one for that. Like these people had the hardest job in the world to do a Black Panther sequel without Black Panther. How do you yeah, do that? No, and they had to actually, because that that wasn't the original script, right? That wasn't At all. <laughs> the original script, and they had to readjust everything because of Chadwick Boseman's uh, untimely passing. Oh, and that, and then even what to do with Shuri, because I don't know if you remember, but it was only like, I mean, after, a few months after Chadwick died, um, they said the actress that played Shuri got really hurt on the set, and they weren't sure she could continue. Like, she was almost out of it, too. Could you imagine Ryan Coogler? Like, holy crap, my star's dead, and now my, my new star is set and can't even do it. Like, he must have been going crazy. Most definitely. Yeah, no, I get no. As a <laughs> filmmaker, I get it. That would drive me crazy, too. No, and I'm sure he would have rather, you know, help Chadwick and all that. I'm just saying in a filmmaker's world, like, that's, like, the, the worst-case scenarios for both situations. So a person like, who, who loves, like, to want... You're a person who always wants to know what the future holds for certain things. What do you think is gonna... What do you think the future holds for Black Panther and Wakanda? It's funny you say that, because one of the joys I've had of this movie... It's closed ended. So like if this was the last Black Panther movie, it would it would be okay, right? Like it makes sense. But I see what I'm very interested in is Riri. I mean, like the fact that they're like, Sherry said you can't take your suit with you. I know what that means. Cause she's about to come out with a show. She's about to make a new suit. Can't wait for that. You can't say, but they didn't say it does say at the end Black Panther will return. Right, and and that's what I'm saying. If it was, I know it's not the end because it's Marvel, and then hopefully they never end. But I mean, if it was, and I just feel like it could have been. This could have been a great two movie story, and we get it, you know. But where do I want to see Shuri? Black Panther. I would love for them to, because to just say to just. Well, I want to see Black Panther. I want to see Black Panther in Hell's Kitchen. I get. Oh, all right. I get it. No, I would like to see that. Maybe because Shuri's trying to get in touch with Riri or something. Somehow, get her in Hell's Kitchen. I think that would be a cool storyline. Um, and where would I like to see Wakanda? I want to learn more about it. I want to know more about the tribes. I, I would be totally on board with a um, M'Baku show or M'Baku movie. You saw, you saw how a fan made, uh, Bash, I think, Bashanda. The Bashanda. Where he did like art called Bashanda, the first Black Panther. Oh, I did see that. Look, I thought, okay, so I'm going to admit something. I actually thought that was, like, real. Yeah. So I was excited for that. But I guess fan-made. Yeah, man. 
But it looked amazing. Like that's how good it looked. I really thought that was coming out. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin on our convo. But I will uh any final thoughts? Final thoughts on Black Panther and Wakanda forever. Uh first and foremost, R.I.P. Sleep in peace to the great Chadwick Bozeman. Um, I live in South Carolina. He grew up about two towns away from here, so he's a big hometown hero here. Um, that's first and foremost. I want to give Ryan Coogler a hell of a prop and credit for what he pulled off because he had every obstacle in front of him, and I, I think he gracefully avoided each one. I want to give Namor, the actor who plays Namor, hell of a role because you opened the doors, especially with all the racism talk in Mexico that I've been reading. I mean, this is just amazing. This is just an amazing factor. And I'm just glad little black girls can now feel the way black boys felt during Black Panther 1. Okay. Actually, you know what? I do got one more question. All right. Hold on. Let me just answer the call. <laughs> oh, never mind. They're just uh, asking me about one. How do, you feel, how do you feel about a lot of, I guess you can say, social media want to be social media where people just reaching for a bar to find an issue? Like, Oh, this is racist. Oh, this is this makes no sense. Oh, wow. How you doing this? How do you feel about that? I think it's ridiculous because in the country we live in, it's not hard to find real racism. We don't need to we don't need to stress a movie saying, "Oh, it's is racist because they were in the border or they were crossing borders and they're supposed to be Mexican." Also, that's a big point I do want to make. Um a lot of people don't understand these are not Mexican characters. They're Mexican actors. They're not Mexican characters. They're Mesoamerican, Native American actor uh, characters. So to sit there and do What's the whole border dropping, that's tell, that's tell, stupid. Tell people what is Mesoamerican? Aztec, Mayan, uh, basically the Native American okay. of Mexico. All right. All right. So I'm gonna put a pin in this. Um, can you let let uh let me know where people can find you? Me. Uh, never NS Productions on Instagram, Promise Media LLC on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I am having computer difficulties, but I am actively producing an animation. Um, it's called Promise. It's a superhero story, and it's um very cool. I would love for people to check it out. And um, yeah, you can always catch me on Spotify at my TikTok, and that is Promise of Omni. And you can also check out I rap as well. You can check my music out on Spotify. And the uh, Spotify is NS Entertainment. 